Welcome to a new episode of It Be Your Own People, a new podcast about what's going on in pop culture and being a POC in today's social environment, because sometimes it be your own people. Maybe it's your brother, sister, or friend. Karen at the job or Karen next door, a leader of the movement you thought you could trust. Most of the time, it's somebody you already know. Beware the wolves, y'all. And now more than ever, people are showing you who they really are, and you need to know who you can trust. All right, all right, y'all. We are back at it again for episode three, season two. And as always, we're going to get it started with what we are drinking today. Tree, tell the people what you got. Oh, it's one of those days. I'm having a bourbon neat, nice and strong. What about you, girl? Girl, I feel you on that. It is definitely one of those days because I need the caffeine, but I also need my tequila. So I made myself a makeshift tequila cafe. Well, I like that. Mm. Okay, well, you know what? Now that we got our drinks, we're going to need it for this combo. So let's get into this gang, baby. Yeah, so for today, we want to know, would you ever get a body tune-up like you would a tune-up on anything else? Like, you know how you have to sometimes get extra parts on your car, do some beauty lifting on your house to really keep it popping. Would you do that for yourself? I mean, I think definitely for sure. Now, I have not done anything yet, but best believe if something needs a little nippity-tuckity here, there, as long as it looks natural and at the end of it, I still look like me. And first, before I say that, let me make sure that I make it through the procedure. You got to go to the right people. See what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You can't be going to get these botched jobs and then end up on the show botch. That is a no-no. So first and foremost, do your research, even if you're getting something as simple as a collagen, like fillers, you know, you want to plump up them lips. If you weren't born with the big lips that you want, you can plump it up. You want to get them high cheekbones, make sure you keep away the wrinkles, the frown lines. Hey, that's all cool and great, but make sure you do your research first. Yeah, you don't want to end up out here with like parts just bubbling and exploding all over the place. Especially with lipo. If somebody's going to cut you open on a table, you got to know what you're getting. And again, with that research, look at the before and afters of other people and look at people who look like you, too. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't walk in, you know, looking like a Monique and saying you want to walk out looking like a Halle Berry. Like you got to be real with yourself. <laughs> Not a Monique trying to look like a Halle child. Uh-uh. I mean, Monique look good though. Monique looks good. She has her Coke bottle shape, right? But you got to be realistic. Like you can't ask for drastic measures like that. You cannot go down from a size XXL down to an extra small. That's a no. Yeah. I mean, okay. So the collagen and the fillers, that's definitely a no for me because my lips are already a little too plump as it is. So if I were to get fillers, girl, my lips will not be able to go through any doorway. Lipo. I'm not going to lie. I thought about it once or twice because it's hard out here in these streets trying to keep up with the Joneses. But I just get so nervous because of of all the horror stories. And I want to still be able to go to the gym. You got to take like six weeks off from working out. Girl, you could work out in other ways that don't involve the gym. But I say I'm definitely down. I would do some fillers and stuff, you know, keep my my cheekbones high. You know, thanks to my mama. She gave me some cheekbones. But if I want to keep them high. I'm saying I would do that. Now, I wouldn't do anything again. I'm with you. My lips are just fine. They bang them beautiful, especially I don't want any Lisa Rinna lip. Oh, no, no, that's too much. That's too much. 
But Lisa Renna did her lips before was a thing. She's been doing that like way long before. So I think she put like an implant in there, right? Didn't she get a lip implant? I feel like she must have put a whole freaking silkworm in there because them shits are just too big. But now, obviously, it's a thing to have these big plumpity plump duck lips like Kim Zolciak. She looks crazy. She is and her and then the daughter, too, that also does all the plastic surgery. I'm not in. I'm not here for it. It's not good. It's not attractive. This is this game section is definitely all about Kim's also yet because when she started with one she couldn't stop and she had to do more and more so mm-hmm. she definitely has her implants in you know there are people who do breast implants there are people who feel insecure about their bodies who will never get to be the size that they want to be so you know people get their breasts done but again make sure you know what works for your body like there's silicone or there's like under or above the chest I don't really know the terminology but sometimes if you keep it in too long it could start to make you sick okay yeah, I mean, implants, for now at least, I'd say that's a no for me because it's uncomfortable enough as it is to run with the ones I got. Um, and I have not gotten any complaints so far. So I'm good where, where I'm at. What about if it's not breast implants? What about, you know, men, they do the calf implants? Girl, you know I don't need no calf implants. You could do like a chin implant. You can make the face real, mm, get that Tyra face, you know? Mm-hmm. So I could be walking around here looking like the crimson chin? Okay, but well what about, you know, men, they be doing the peck, the pecs, you know, putting in their pecs because they really I have seen that. Look. It's not attractive. I don't like when men do that. It's not attractive because they never do like they never do it tastefully. It's always way too much. But what if you didn't know that it was done? What if you're like, oh, this man look good. And then you fall in love and he's like, you know, my pecs are fake, baby. You still into him? I mean, at that point, if I'm in love, I'm in love. I've done fallen in love with all these other losers. So, OK, so it's not about the implant. It's about how they look. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, how you make me fake. feel and all that stuff. If it looks too fake, don't nobody want it. But the BBLs nowadays, baby. OK, so prior to the BBL explosion of all these women getting they they fake booties done, I'm not going to lie. I have definitely thought about it because it is embarrassing claiming to be Dominican with no ass. And the little bit that I got back there, I've had to grow that with my 370 pound deadlifts over the last seven years. So, you know, if the coins is right, maybe like 10 years from now or so, I might consider from a reputable source, you know, not in nobody's basement, might do that. So you're going to hit up Dr. Miami? Oh, yeah, he's reputable. He got five stars on the Google, so maybe. He was on all the people, all the reality stars and so He did Jocelyn because you know that's not real. Her ass is not real. I don't care what she says. That's a BBL. Remind, remind the people what BBL stands for, girl. That is a Brazilian butt lift. Yes. Now, everybody was not born with a booty. And as much as you want to squat for your life, sometimes you just may not get it. Okay, so if you want to buy it, go ahead. But make sure you know what they put in inside you because some people are putting cement again with the silicone. Um, Who knows? They might even put uh, some shit they found on the floor. Then don't be sorry. They might even put some roaches up in there. You just don't know. You don't know. Then you have tummy tucks, you know, like I would give that a world if like, you know, in the future when maybe I have a kid or something, you just never know how your body going to bounce back and how you're going to feel. Tummy tucks are real, you know? Yeah, I agree. You know, if later on, if I'm blessed with being able to carry my own child, I would definitely consider this because I'm not trying to walk around here looking like Shamu for the rest of my life. And then you have what people often forget, but this is a really major tune up. Like if you don't want to do the wigs or let's just say you're a guy, you could get hair transplants. LeBron. 
this this goes out to you, LeBron. He got enough millions. He's secure. Him and his his wife are secure. How he looks. There was a guy uh, on the reality show Kyle on the MTV show The Challenge that we watch who has literally. Like he looks good with his hair transplant before the hairline wasn't really receding. It was receding on the side. So it was looking kind of bad, but I'm here for his hair transplant. He needed that. Whoever he went to did a very good job. It looks very good. It looks really natural. It does not look too crazy. I cannot say the same about them chiclet ass teeth that he got. That yeah. was a no. His teeth are too white, but his hair looks good. He also did his nose. And that's the problem. You start with one. And then you get all the surgeries. Then you just like feel like you can't be happy with the body you were given. But I say all that to say is, okay, I'm definitely down with some fillers. I would do that. Yes. And a tummy tuck. I'm all about that. I got me a booty. I got boobs that I like. So, and you know, my hair is looking good. Thanks to my hairdresser out in Brooklyn. Jenny, you do me right. Thank you. But everything else is a no for me. And now for what the fuck news. So we done told y'all what we would and would not get as far as body tune up for our bodies. But like I told y'all, do the surgery and watch out because this BBL surgery. Oh, honey, a mother and daughter were recently arrested for giving an illegal BBL surgery to an aspiring adult film star. And we see this all too many times. We know a lot of people go to them some basements, some downstairs areas, the back room to get the shots because you don't have the money to go to Dr. Miami. But Sully, tell us about this mother and daughter criminal ass duo. Los Angeles County is charging this mother daughter, Dr. Strange, Dr. Murder duo with allegedly murdering a wannabe adult film star because she went and met them in their basement for a butt lift surgery that unfortunately resulted in her death. So Libby Adame, 51, and Alicia Galaz, 23, were arrested last month in Riverside, California, in connection with the death of Carissa Rajpool, a 26-year-old South African actress who just moved to L.A. trying to, you know, make a name for herself. And the name she wanted to make was in the adult film industry. Not judging her. You get your bag. You do what you want to do. But ladies and gentlemen and everybody in between, please do your research because these two bitty heifers claim to have been plastic surgeon specialists but this lady met them in the basement of their house what um reputable surgeon you know is operating out their basement because um i haven't been to any not for nothing but you could have like if you are a doctor and you have your own practice like i've seen especially in new york where you can literally make your offices in any type of way but that's up to you to do the research and see like okay where's your medical practice like where's your certificate where's the doctorate all those things but of course you got to use your own judgment if something looks funny and if you know you didn't get all the answers or you didn't have questions for them then unfortunately this poor woman is dead yeah i mean again just do your research and we've seen and we have seen all of these stars out here talking about their surgery nightmares as well so anyone could really fall victim to any of this we saw cardi b talking about her stuff um k michelle recently went through major surgery to try undo all of her plastic surgery nightmare that she's been dealing with this is definitely a lot and extremely unfortunate you just have to be extremely careful elective surgery is already a major decision and it's extremely cautious just you know just do the research 
and ask people. Google is a thing. Yes, it is a thing. So from bad surgeries to swollen balls. Yes, this <laughs> involves Nicki Minaj. So Nicki made headlines this month after she tweeted about her unidentified cousin in Trinidad who was dumped at the altar by his wife because of the vaccination that he got for COVID-19. Apparently, it made his balls swell and um, it made him impotent. I think she was alluding to those lines. You had even more people getting on the bandwagon of not wanting to get the vaccine, therefore prolonging all of this Delta bullshit ass uh, pandemic that we in. I was reading this and I go, so you really think that the balls got swollen because of getting a vaccination for COVID-19 and not the more plausible reason of, I don't know, this sounds more like STDs territory than anything related to COVID-19. So what are we doing? here if you get a vaccination and your balls swell up you have other issues right get that shit sorted out now the fact that your fiance left you that's a whole different situation but i'm more mad at the fact that she's spreading this around and literally had swollen balls trending for about two to three days well and then the trinidad and tobago's health minister said two days later that the claim was absolutely debunked and people are still over here on the Nicki minaj bandwagon and she's talking about oh how she wouldn't even get vaccinated for the met gala because that was a requirement if i get vaccinated it won't be for the met it'll be once i feel i've done enough research and i'm just like okay so are you running your own medical trial what medical journals have you read regarding the effectiveness of the covid 19 vaccine or when you say research do you mean i'm just gonna hit up the safari um search engine on my phone and look it up on the googles that's what i think but she said after stirring up all this controversy with swollen balls and people not wanting to get the vaccination she then wrote another tweet about a couple days afterwards saying she's eventually going to have to get it before she goes on tour and my thing is there are a lot of people out here who are spectacle and don't want to get the vaccine and you only made it more like visible in their eyes like hey if this celeb doesn't want to do it i don't have to do it but these regular people out here who need to get the vaccine to work because a lot of jobs are saying that you must have this they don't have the money to just sit around and not work like you do you have that option so stop putting this false narrative out there mm-hmm. and speaking of false narratives child 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 In the news, we've seen everything surrounding the disappearance of Gabby Petito. Uh, She went missing after taking a cross-country trip with her boyfriend. So her fiance, fiance. fiance, yes, you're right, her fiance. Um, Everything surrounding this case from Jump was very suspect. She went on this trip with her fiance back in July, Brian Laundrie, and he came back by himself. But didn't know where she went, couldn't tell her family where she had gone, when was the last time he saw her. Like, the girl just went missing. But now they have recently found the remains of her body down in Grand Teton National Park, um, which is where he was last seen with her. But now Mr. Laundry is also missing. Hmm. Wonder what that is. My issue is... Had he been black, he would not have been able. First of all, he would have been in police custody. Like once they said that she was missing, he would have been in police custody. He would not have been able to go back home. So the fact that he was out wandering out and about 
when everyone found out she was missing and the fact that he was able to basically run away. I mean, he could be halfway across the world right now, or maybe he could have probably killed himself because he knows he had everything to do with this girl's disappearance and her death. Now I saw a um, exclusive interview with her father when he was talking to a one Mr. Dr. Phil. And this was before it was taped before the body of his daughter was found. Mm -hmm. Uh, He said that they hadn't heard from her for a while, going on a week and a half. They reached out to his family to see had they heard from him, his family, his siblings. Nobody got back to him. Days had gone by. And then the, it started to hit the news. And the first people his family reached out to was a lawyer. Now, all of that is beyond suspect. And you know that this man had something to do with this girl's disappearance and now death. But... The bigger issue, which a lot of other people are bringing to the forefront, is that how can this get to be such a mainstream story about a young white woman missing, but there are so many other black and people of color who are missing human trafficking issues that never get this type of media coverage, which which is a big deal. Yeah, I mean, this is a tale as old as time. Cute white girl goes missing. Then all of a sudden there's a huge media freeze. It's a frenzy over trying to find her where she was last seen. We have to get her. We have to save her because she represents this paragon of innocence in our society. But just in New York City alone, how many women of color go missing on a daily basis? And no one ever says anything. No one ever speaks up. How many Instagram pages are related to all the transgender women and all the women of color down in the South that go missing on a regular basis? And no one ever hears about that either. Yes, very true. And to bring it back to this case, we are finding out that there was a lot of domestic violence happening prior to her missing when Gabby and Brian were still on their road trip together. There was a bystander who drove by and actually stopped and called the cops because they saw him hitting her. So this is there's so many different pieces and parts of this story coming out and it doesn't look good. And it looks a lot like um, he did it. Yeah, I mean, prayers to the Petito family and hopefully we can straighten this whole mess up. But also prayers to everyone out there who has had a loved one missing. Hopefully they can come back. Hopefully they will be found. Yes. And now let's switch gears for some regular regular news. We have got to talk about the MTV Awards, but, you know, just highlight all of the cute POC things that happened and a little bit of the mess mess. So the MTV Video Music Awards returned to New York recently with major wins for pop stars old and new. But before the awards really got it started, the red carpet had a little bit of a show of its own, girl. Yes. We saw Irish crazy MMA fighter Conor McGregor throw water in the direction and basically at rapper Machine Gun Kelly. So they were involved in a bit of an altercation on the red carpet. And you know that always sets off the tone. So I was like, oh, okay, what's happening? What's going on? And um, we never really found out what that was about. And Machine Gun Kelly is actually not talking about it at all. But we all know Conor McGregor is a hothead. And moving on to the actual performances... Normani girl, she killed it. Okay. She ate that whole thing up, like left not a crumb on the plate. She was climbing on top of Tiana Taylor. Tiana Taylor was tied up and looking like a goddess. It started getting a bit uh, you know, BDSM up in there. But hey, it looked good. I was here for it. It's a bit too much for me, but it still looked good. How about that? 
Girl, I was here for the whole thing. And I know Iman Shumpert was somewhere living his best life. Yes. And we got to see Chloe perform without Hallie. And she killed it. I mean, you can definitely tell she is a little daughter of Beyonce. Not her actual daughter. But, you know, Beyonce basically brought these two young girls up. So to see Chloe start off her own solo debut... She got the pipes, she got the moves, and girl, you're doing it. Yes, I love seeing it. This was her debut performance as a solo artist, and she, mama came to serve, and that is what she did. But I also want to say that I'm mad that Normani's fans had to basically, like, get a petition going, basically with the same LeVar Burton wanted him to host Jeopardy. That is Mm. how Normani got her performance, and she killed it. She was literally, like, the best performer there, and I'm so tired of People having to force themselves into these places that you already belong. Like, girl, you belonged there. And also, last but not least, a big round of applause to Lil Nas X. (laughs) He won the main award video of the year for his single Montero, Call Me By Your Name. I was very pleased with that. Claps for that. And we're going to move on to the Met Gala that happened the day after. All of the fashions were... um, Confusing to say the least, but apparently the theme was in America, a lexicon of fashion. I don't know about you, girl, but I was I didn't get it. It really took me a long time to even piece together what this theme could have been. It was not giving me any vibes. But who do you think understood the motherfucking assignment? I like AOC's interpretation of what she was going to do. I am not going to lie and say that the irony of her wearing a dress that says tax the rich at the Met Gala um, flew past me. But she was serving the silhouette looked really good on her. I liked it. She looked cute. She looked cute. I liked her message. I thought it did the damn thing. And I thought that that was the only thing that actually made sense. But then guess what had happened? Why can't they let people be great? So apparently the designer of AOC's dress has some tax issues. Apparently that's why I had seen. I did see that. I did see that. And I did see mayoral candidate Eric Adams come at AOC saying, oh, you know what? That's not the right message. And I'm just like, shut up. I hate to see, you know, black people going against other, you know, people of color. And it's like, she has a message. If you don't agree with that, then talk about other shit. Like, really, out of all the things that's going on in New York City, like all of the deaths, shootings, we got a lot of shit going on, but you're going to talk about the fashions that she's wearing? If somebody asks you about that, say no comment. All right. Right. Like worry about your brothers in blue and the NYPD and all the mess that they get into. Yes. And now let's get into North Carolina's voter laws because of its historically discriminatory basis against who other than us black folk. Mm hmm. So recently, North Carolina struck down the state's voter identification law on Friday, citing persuasive evidence that a Republican dominated state legislature has rushed it through at least in part to make it harder for black voters to cast ballots because black people predominantly vote for Democrats. So Republicans really trying to be out here to suppress the Democratic vote by any means necessary. I will say that, you know, recently I understand the whole wanting to ensure identification, but the basis of voter ID laws came about during the black codes as a way to keep black people from voting, to keep newly freed slaves from voting. Because if you were a newly freed slave, what identification you got? 
not a one. So if you can't present ID, you can't vote. And if you can't vote, then none of this new reformative change that you're trying to see will actually happen. So big up to North Carolina for actually doing something that's in line with trying to remedy some of the centuries old backlash against the black community. That part. It's time for We Win It Baby. Keeping in line with all these awards and all these amazing shows happening in the fall, we had Cedric, the entertainer, hosting the Emmys. So we want to give claps for that. He did a great job. At one point, he even had a skit with all of the three women who have played his wives in the past few sitcoms that he's been in. He had uh, Niecy Nash. He had LaVita Jenkins. You know, she was his first TV wife. And he has his current wife, Tashina Arnold, as they play husband and wife on The Neighbors. So he did a little fun skit with them. I just want to say claps to all the people black at the Emmys, especially the winners. Number one, we got to talk about RuPaul. He is the most winningest black person ever at the Emmys. Ever. Yes, give it up to Mama Ru for out here collecting all of these accolades and awards because RuPaul really kept us entertained during the pandemic. And I'm glad that roses were being given where roses were due. Yes, then we have to give it up for Debbie Allen. Yes, Debbie Allen won the Governor's Award at the Emmys this year. And honestly, I cannot think of anyone more deserving. Her career has just been beyond stellar. So we are so happy for her. So happy. And also for other people like Dave Chappelle, Courtney B. Vance, Jasmine Cephas Jones, who we went to high school with, Maya Rudolph. We cannot forget about Michaela Cole, who won for writing for a limited anthology series uh, for her series, I May Destroy You, that she also starred in. Yes. And that I'm telling you, if you have time and if you have strong will, Please watch that. I know it's a hard watch. I got through at least half of the episodes, but it was it was too much for me. But I'm really glad that she has a story about there for survivors of sexual assault. It's a really good watch. So claps and hats off to all the great people who are POCs at the Emmys. Letting them show, listen, we got talent and we're going to tell this story the way it's supposed to be told. And we're going to keep it rolling with good watches. Check this out. We have so many good shows this fall. We just are so excited. We can't wait to tell y'all about all the new stuff coming out. First and foremost, Project Runway. Girl, let's get into that. I'm so excited to have my Project Runway back. As we all know, there was no Project Runway last year because of the pandemic. And now Bravo's coming back with a new season next month. So we have our favorite Christian Siriano, who is the host of the show. We love him. And we also have Elaine Weatheroff, who was holding her hosting gig there, especially since she left the talk and all the little shady McShadiness that happened this year. So I'm glad she walked away and she still has her shows. She's doing the damn thing. 
much better platform with the fashions. So what are we looking forward to next, girl? The morning show is now back on Apple TV. We could not get a new season sooner because of COVID, obviously, but they did not pull any punches with this season premiere. It was too good. And I'm so happy to see Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon back on my screen, girl. Yes, the first premiere episode of season two. It was good. They're setting us up to see some craziness. And right about now, they are in January 2020 thinking that it's going to be a good year so i can't wait to see how the season wraps up and all the crazy shit that's about to go down and now you a very popular netflix show is coming back for season three next month so all you crazy motherfucking stalkers please do not watch this show it's not for you yeah speaking of crazy shit like this right here is all the crazy shit going all around but what treva said we don't need you stalkers you murderers you cray craze your incels like stay home don't actually go outside don't stay home and don't watch the show because we don't need you getting any ideas so i can't wait to see what joe and his crazy ass does in this upcoming season and now for a little boxing. Hmm. Yeah. So Oscar de la Hoya took to the social medias and is out here offering Floyd Mayweather the staggering amount of $100 million to fight him in a return meeting of their 2007 The World Awaits showdown. Are we here for this? Now, I'm just going to be real. I'm not into any of the boxing. It's never been my thing. You will never find me like watching a boxing match unless, you know, someone bought me a seat and I'm forced to be there. But I'm really going to be eating popcorn and like looking on the socials. So for one, it's not for me. For two, like why y'all just throwing around this much money? Because that shit pisses me off. Like, can you just give me one M and then do whatever the fuck you want to do? Or, like, I'm not telling you to go save the world because, like, that shouldn't be someone else's responsibility who, like, is rich. But, like, you're wasting all that money to go and fight. I just, I can't. But, I mean, I know Floyd Mayweather got 100 M's. I know that for sure. But I didn't realize that Oscar had that kind of bag to throw around. I didn't realize either, but you know what? We will see how this plays out, right? Right. Now on to one of my favorite shows. This is probably the only cartoon that's not for adults that I will watch no matter how old I am. It's coming back for a reboot, The Proud Family. My girl, Kyla Pratt. Oh, yes. So the original cast will be reprising their roles. Kyla Pratt is playing Cute Penny. Tommy Davison as the daddy, Oscar Proud. Paula J. Parker as Mama Trudy Proud. Joe Marie Payton as Sugar Mama. She was my favorite. She was my favorite, hands down. Mama's titties was always flying everywhere. She might need to get, you know, a lift. Exactly. She could do a little booby lift, maybe, you know, a little tuck here and there. Um, And then Cedric the Entertainer coming back as Uncle Bobby. Yes, Uncle Bobby. So I'm so happy to see this come back. And they did not realize that when they were doing this 20 years ago, how big of an impact it would be to show a cartoon of a black family, like doing real black things. You know what I'm saying? So I can't wait. And I love everything that Kyla Pratt does. But we are more excited for all of the star studded special guests they're going to have. Tell us who's showing up. 
Yeah, so you know, Tiffany Haddish cannot be left out of any project ever. So she will be guest starring. She'll be doing a little little bits and pieces here and there. EJ Johnson will be joining along with Lena Waithe and three-time Olympic gold medalist Gabrielle Douglas. Yes, I'm so happy. Yes, we also have Kiki Palmer, Gabrielle Union, Normani, Asante Black. We have Beyonce's mama, Tina Knowles, is also getting in the mix along with Little Nas X, Chance the rapper, our girl Marseille Martin, Jaden Smith, and Leslie Odom Jr. I cannot wait for this rude boot to pop up on Disney Plus. Anyone out there who has a Disney Plus account for us to watch, please don't hesitate to share with your favorite besties. All right, now for one of my favorite segments. Ooh, it's the Selly Sound Off. Get it, girl. So we need to really have a quick come to Jesus moment with the NYPD. And honestly, the NYPD needs a uh, come to Jesus moment probably every minute of every day. But today, I'm confusing. Because of all the really ridiculous things that police officers do predominantly against people of color, mostly black people. They have decided to suspend a police officer, but not for like, you know, being abusive or being disrespectful or just out here going willy nilly assaulting people and citizens and whatnot. They have decided to suspend Donna Scott, who happens to be a black woman because she was recorded taking a joyride on a dirt bike in Brooklyn amid this new police crackdown on illegal street vehicles. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. So of all the dumb shit that y'all be doing out here in the streets, disrespecting people, harassing people, I have seen, I don't know how many countless videos uh, that people have shown or shared with me on Instagram and Twitter with police officers, especially around the turnstiles, because I have seen so much police officer harassment around possibly jumping the turnstiles and not paying MTA the raggedy ass $3 per ride. But you really want to suspend a black woman because she was possibly doing some community policing and taking a joyride on the back of a of a dirt bike. That is a no for me. Y'all really need to reprioritize what you are considering to be a threat, what you are considering to be a threat against public safety, because this right here ain't it. What I would like for y'all to do is really look into all of the police officers that have complaints that are probably 10 miles long that go all the way up and down the Kashushko Bridge instead of trying to go after black women for actually just living her best life on a dirt bike. And that's that on that. It's our favorite time of the show. It's time for Celeb News Reality Roundup. So this is the first time we have something like really, really good to talk about with Nick Cannon. No, he's not having another child. Damn he's it. actually having his own daytime talk show. That's right. Nick Cannon is going to be on the airways with his own one hour long show at i believe 11 a.m he's actually taking the time slot of the ladies on the reel Ooh. Ooh, that sounds like some fighting words over there but honestly i love this for him i love that we are not talking about a 10th 11th or 12th pregnancy although there are still three months left in the year it's not too late for him to pop up at another maternity shoot and hopefully he does not use his show as a way for him to have a gender reveal every other week yes and not for nothing but 
when Wendy Williams was on a hiatus about two years ago, he took over for a little while, a couple of weeks, and he did a great job. Yeah, he so did. I'm looking forward to him talking about other celebs, talking about his friends, bringing some of his friends on and talking to them and also just culture. And he says he's even going to update y'all on his, all of his children because he take care of all his kids. How long is the show? Three hours? For him to give an update on all the kids? Well, hopefully we get a full season that lasts a couple of months. So I look forward to that. And it is actually premiering next week on Fox. So now let's get into some celeb relationships. Okay, Zoe, girl, I'll see you. I don't understand how these people just, y'all get out of a divorce and then you have a boyfriend the next second. How'd that work? Girl, I don't know, but I would like for them to maybe hook me up with their matchmaker or what dating sites it is that they're using because these heifers do not stay alone for long. And Zoe Kravitz and Channing Tatum, they've been all up the social medias. She's been riding on the back of his bicycle. He's Ooh, not riding. Yeah, girl. So you know they'd be having a good time on the streets and in the sheets. You know what? I like this. I, I don't have a problem with it. I, I want to see where this can go. Who knows? They're both divorced. They are both moving on and they're moving on together. So I'm here for this. And what's better than making an Instagram official? But another couple making an Instagram official is who? Hello? Hello is right. And Adele really went to the other side and she found herself a foin ass man with Rich Paul. She's been working it on out. We see her in a whole new body and she is happy after her divorce as well. I'm telling y'all, you know, what? I think the best thing is Get a husband, divorce him, and then you're going to find your real match. Because apparently that's that's how it happens, right? Honestly, you know what? You're right. So anyone listening, if you're interested in being my starter husband so I can find the love of my life, please hook me up. Reach me in the DMs. It's the best line ever, but don't let your husband keep you from finding your boyfriend, okay? <laughs> that's that's right. That's real, real. And now onto some real actual shit. Usain Bolt is telling Shakar Jackson to speak less. And train harder. Ooh, no, he didn't. Ooh, child. Um, well, normally I would not be here for a man trying to tell a woman what to do. And, you know, especially when it's two POCs and be your own people that support each other. I will say she has been doing a bit much. And this sounds more like some brotherly advice from somebody who has done the thing and knows what he's doing. I feel that. And I'm actually seeing it from both sides. I see where he's coming from, where he's like, listen, let your talents shine, girl. Just do you. Don't focus on none of the bullshit. But then on her side, it's like, you know what? She's running in a whole different era, really, where like social media is it. And she's young. She's all of what, 22, maybe 23? I don't know. If you want to go on the socials and you want to hype yourself up and you want to be confident, okay, go ahead, do that. Make sure that you're training and that you actually, we know she's fast. You know what I'm saying? We've seen her numbers. But make sure to do that each and every time. So I see it on both sides. Like, if you want to go talk to shit, make sure you back it up. Yeah, make sure you're consistent so that you can consistently keep talking that shit. There you go. Talk all the shit. Now, the shit that needs to be talked about with Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj's husband's accuser, Jennifer Hoff, sat down with the ladies of The Real to talk about the threats and the money that was sort of thrown at her by Nicki Minaj that she refused. And so now there are a lot of threats against her life. And she talked about it openly. So I'm like, ooh, girl, 
First of all, what Nicki Minaj and her husband are doing are obviously wrong, but I also hope that she stays safe, you know, and is free to to talk about this. It's a little messy. Yeah, and honestly, I'm sorry. Nikki. you're doing a lot. You knew what you did when you married that man. He was convicted for doing the stuff, so it's not even like a he said, she said. I'm not sure if he actually did it. He is a convicted sex offender, and now you're over here trying to stop this girl from talking because as a convicted sex offender, he has to publish his address um, so that people can know where he is because, you know, people need to make that decision as to whether or not they want their children around that. And I can understand wholeheartedly why Nikki is trying to stop this because she does not want her address out there because she is such a public figure. But girl, you should have thought about that before you laid down and married that man. Like that's on you. Absolutely. And also, I just felt like it was a little odd that The Real was doing this interview with Jennifer. Like it's not in their wheelhouse. You ladies are hosts. Yes, you host the show. And we know that you are celebs in your own right. Some of you are actresses. Some of you are comedians. Some of you are singers. But what you're not are journalists like this was not for you to do. And Mm -hmm. they even asked Jennifer to recount that moment, you know, when she met. Well, not met because she already knew Kevin Petty back in 94. But 94, when the incident happened, when the rape occurred that he went to jail for and was convicted of. So I just thought was like, what are you guys doing? This should be like a 2020 sit down situation, not like. You talk to the ladies on the reel. Yeah, I was just like, listen, y'all are who you are and who you are not is Gail. So stop. It was not giving what it was serving. The giving and the serving were not there. And we're going to move on to, oh, yes, our favorite MTB's The Challenge. Now, shit got real heavy, okay? It got heavy, heavy, and I was so tight last week. I was all for Esther, okay? Esther was my girl. Like, I was rooting for you. It's that Tyra Banks moment. We were all rooting for you. And then you went and fucked up. Fucking up, number one. You kissed Josh. How? Ew. Why? Ew. Like, yuck. Like, vomit emoji. Insert here. Fucking up, number two. You and Berna apparently are starting this mean girl shit. And you're hating hard on Amber. Number three, Amber ain't do shit to you. Amber has beef with Fessy. And rightfully so, because he blindsided her and threw her ass in. Because he a snake. He a bitch ass snake. That's what he is. The only thing that Amber has done was win last season. And she is currently a champion. So anybody else who's a newbie, who's a rookie that's coming in the game, you cannot talk shit. And fuck up number three or four, because now I'm losing my count in this fucking up list of yours, Esther. You going to throw water as a black woman throwing water on another black woman on a fucking television show in a fight that you had nothing to do with? Wow. Yup. That shit was so stupid. And, you know, keeping on with this list of fuck ups, we also got to throw Josh and Fessy in there because that started another altercation between Josh and Fessy. And what we all know in the challenge universe is Zaddy TJ. What he does not play with is you are not about to be out here putting your hands on people in the house. This ain't a hall brawl. This ain't the challenge. You put your hands on people when he's watching, not when he's not there. Exactly. They do not condone violence of any kind. What they do condone is a little bit of actually competing. They condone a lot of shit talking and hookups. A lot of messy. And they definitely condone the social game. So you want to talk your shit, but don't you dare put your hands on somebody, let alone throw water. Like, that's so fucking low. 
You know what? We also need to recognize how ancient Tori and Corey are because oh, yeah. they really instigated that whole motherfucking situation over a damn slice of pizza because they were bored. Because they wanted entertainment. I'm like, are you serious? I hope you're happy now because you know they're about to go home. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, where did this Josh and Esther thing come from? I'm still so confused. Like, no, 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 no. But my bigger deal was the women just ganging up on Amber. I was like, y'all have no say in this fight. She is mad at Fessy for her own reasons. I don't give a fuck if Fessy is your partner. Leave Amber alone and let her have this argument and let her be mad with Fessy. Y'all got to stop sticking up for these men when the men don't want you. He don't right. want you, The thing that I'm over here, you know, my favorite thing to say, the math ain't math. And Esther's supposed to be an attorney, right? Really? Yeah. She talks about how she has passed the bar, that she is a lawyer. And this is, which makes a lot of sense based on how good she is at all of the non-physical stuff. But then I'm sitting here like, Girl, for someone who's so smart, why are you doing shit that's so dumb? Because you're over here fucking starting physical altercations with people. You're taking up over a man who has shown not just one season, but multiple season over what a true mother effing snake he is that he cannot be trusted. Like, I would not trust Fessy as far as I could throw him. And he's about 250 pounds. I can't throw him very far. But yeah, Esther, this is not a good look for you. And I'm going to need to find out where you got your credentials from because it's not adding up. You're not being smart. She got it from the same credentials Phaedra Park got hers, okay? Probably. There are lawyers out there that ain't really lawyering. We say all that to say, shame on you, Esther, and I cannot wait to see how the next episode plays out because your bitch ass better be going home. And also, we're going to move on to Dancing with the Stars. Now, normally, uh, I don't really watch this show, but they have a good cast on And I think Twitter has had it with new host Tyra Banks because they really hate her. I mean, she's not good. She's trying to probably reprise who she was on America's Next Top Model. But Dancing with the Stars is not top model. It's not your thing. Like, just host it. Be a regular ass host and move the fuck on. We don't need any of your extra bullshit. So apparently all the people on the Twitter's are saying that Tyra is making the show all about her, which I believe that to be true. She doesn't know, you know, about dance. You know what I'm saying? Which I think, I'm not sure if the other two hosts did. She's changing at least three to four times an episode. It's like, you're making it more about you. And it's about the dancers. Like they're legitimately about, I don't know, eight to 10 couples. It should be about them. Right. Like I don't care for your costume changes. But talking about the host, let's talk about the dancers. So we've just been telling y'all about the challenge. We have former challenge alum, Mike the Miz, who is also an actor and a really great wrestler. He got his start on the real world ages ago. So I love me some Mike. I cannot wait to see how he does. And we also have mm, Kenya Moore. Great. I'm so excited for the Miz. And I'm really just here to see her eventually mess up because i'm sorry i don't believe that girl has rhythm yeah so i'm gonna see how she dances because i kind of missed the first episode so i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to catch up but i did see a clip on the socials of iman shumpert now we all know who his wife is baddie singer dancer uh body extraordinaire tiana taylor 
he did the damn thing. Now, this man is tall and he was light on his feet. He was dancing. It was great. He was dancing to Outkast's Hey Ya. And he was shaking it for real. Did you see that? Because I actually need to watch the whole thing, but I did see the clips. And apparently his wife, Tiana Taylor, she don't play that shit. She went on the socials and she was mad about the score they gave him. So, you know, if they don't score him right, she's going to be showing up at that audience like, no, no. And let we me are- tell you, that is not a wife I would want to piss off because when it comes to her babies and her boo, she will come after you. Absolutely. And, you know, she got that New York, you know, Harlem pride. So, yeah. Also, we have Matt James from The Bachelor. Um, I don't believe he has rhythm. Like, I know he looks good and he's fine and all, but he's fine only when he shaves that beard off. He needs to get rid of that. The homeless beard look he got going on. But I, for him dancing, I don't see that. But, you know, he's good to look at. So I'll see how he does. And finally, we have Brian Austin Green, who has been foin foin since the early 90s when he started on 90210. And I will have to say, that's a white man that can age. I'm here for that. Yes, he looked good. I want to see him dance. I want to see him not dance. I just want to see him on the screen. because Yeah, I want to see him from the back, the front, the side, all, all the things. Give me all the angles of Brian Austin Green. And definitely shaking it up. So I'm actually intrigued by this lineup. Obviously, there are other people who are dancing. I don't really care about them. These are the people that I will be watching for. If you want to hit us up to say hey or let us know about any It Be Your Own People moments, send us an email at ibyoppodcast at gmail.com. Hey, y'all. Don't forget to like and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Podcast. And that's all we have for you today on It Be Your Own People. Stay woke, stay alert, and tune in next time.